Ronald Welcome to the Ronald Hanna Podcast with your host, Brittany. Suck it up, buttercup. Kenny. It puts the lotion in the basket. Donna. You want to run with me? You're taking pictures. And Ryan. Are we really doing this again? Now, let's get ready for some fun times and furlicks. This is the Ronald Hanna Podcast. Aloha. <laughs> Hello. Wake up, Ryan. Wake up. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, Ry Ry. How are you? Better. Better yeah. than the last podcast episode and better than the days between them. Well, the last podcast episode, I mean, I know before we were joking you that you had the, the vid. And yeah, Caroni. Dun, dun, dun. I believe your words were don't die. Yeah. <laughs> that is what I said. <laughs> And look, he, he didn't die. And I meant it. And I meant it. And you're still here. Uh, and I'm still here. But my my smell, the, those chopped onions that I was jokingly bragging about how much I could smell them, I, I couldn't smell them for a few days. And I, I, <laughs> I can smell them now, but I can't smell everything. So You can't yeah. smell your son's poopy diaper. I cannot that's smell my son's. Well, that's a that's a plus. Yeah. It's yeah. a plus for uh, uh, for me for him <laughs> probably not, not so much. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I we recorded what Saturday it was Halloween. I think we recorded and yeah, that's uh, right. Sunday I woke up and I had some of the the most bizarre body aches. My elbows hurt. My hips hurt. My knees hurt. Like every joint in my body hurt a little bit it was like the a real dull ache it was just one of those like man i ran yesterday but it wasn't like a big workout so what the heck just happened and you're kind of like thinking back to like fall down a set of stairs or you know what was going on and it just felt like i constantly had to pop my back because it was like all down my spinal cord so i was like "Ah, this is not a good sign and you know, it's one of those, like, I had congestion leading up to that podcast, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is just the uh, seasonal allergies. I'm running in the mornings. The mornings are getting cold. It's just normal. And the body aches were kind of like, uh, maybe this isn't normal. And then Monday morning uh, at work, I found out that a coworker had tested positive, and I was uh, exposed oh. to him, like, the week before. So, uh, yeah, so Tuesday morning, I'm getting my test, and they stick the thing to the back of your brain, and... Yeah. Uh, at that time, when I was getting tested, I felt fine. The body aches weren't there anymore, so I, I really thought it was nothing. But after they stuck that thing up my nose and they pulled out, like that evening, I could just—it was almost like they, like a feather or something, just got stuck up my nose. I just had this feeling like I constantly needed to sneeze, and it was yep. just like an onpour of symptoms, like from that day forward. And uh, uh, yeah, at that point, I was like, "Yeah, this test gonna come back positive," and sure enough. I had, I had I'm glad COVID. you didn't die. Yeah, you look like so, you're doing all right. Better, better. The f- back. Fatigue is still there. That's, I mean, the worst of it. Honestly, I think my my symptoms were pretty mild. The worst of it was I had a headache for like two and a half days almost. Uh, the headache was just like solid. Like you can't even stand up on your two feet because you feel like you're gonna fall over. Kind of headache. And, so uh, that was my question. Is it so? It's not like a sinus headache. It's not like the T zone or or any of that feeling. It's more like a migraine or 
If, I mean, it was like right above my eyebrows and sometimes you could feel it in the back of your eyeballs. So it did feel somewhat like a sinus headache, but I mean, it was just combination. It was just like, I, I just kind of felt a little loopy out of the whole thing. And we had that, that week that I was probably most ill, uh, was the, the, the best weather that we've had in quite some time. Uh, and it was all I could do to just get outside and just like lay on the patio, uh, just to like for fresh air and sunshine, just to try to change up the mood. But, uh, the headache was the worst and the fatigue and the feet fatigue is still there a little bit. I get past two o'clock and like today I've been yawning like 30, 40 times. If I yawn one more time, I'm probably going to dislocate my jaw. It's, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So any rate, but yeah, doing, doing better. Fatigue still there congestion's kind of going away a little bit coughs subsiding a bit so those are the only lingering things and i was cleared for society re- uh, return last week last thursday so started back up at work this week so how do they clear you did you have to go see a doctor again or um, did they just say after this amount of time how does that work so they it's like 10 days from the start of your symptoms so, oh, it's only 10 for you? It's 14 for us. Yes. I think it depends on something. You know, my daughter, oh. Megan, she just got a job doing all this contact tracing stuff with COVID. And so she has a lot of information. And there, were t- there are two different things. One is a 10-day, one's a 14. I can't remember why or what. but And, and then do- sometimes it's you have to have two negative tests in order to come back. It's, yeah. I guess it depends. And I guess there's companies are also having different policies You know, within the company. Some are requiring a negative test to get back. And I'm sure that's probably true for a lot of larger corporations who might be really concerned about liability issues and things like that. I'm not sure, but... I mean, one of the big symptoms through uh, through all of this is the fever, and I didn't have a fever at all. In fact, of of our family, four out of the five of us got sick, and uh, Boston and I had it probably the worst, and none of us had a fever the entire time. Hmm. So the health department, yeah, the health they're department, bunk- they're debunking that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we never had a fever, and yeah. uh, we never lost. And none of us lost our t- sense of taste. Well, we assume Boston did, and he can't really communicate some of those. But Gina and I, and and my daughter lost our smell. Um, my middle son had absolutely no symptoms throughout the whole thing. I'd be so curious to know because you didn't get him tested, did you? No, that's. I'd a- be so curious to know if he had it and he was asymptomatic or. Right. He just was somehow immune to it, you know? Yeah, it's um, it's funny. It's a real political thing. Not political. I shouldn't say political is not the, probably the right word, but it's a real sensitive thing uh, for kids in school, especially with athletics going on at schools, for kids to get tested. Because if a kid goes to school uh, or test positive, they have to out all of their friends at school that they're close contacts. And and if any of those close contacts, they might be asymptomatic, but if they're playing sports, they have to sit out for 14 days and they miss their sports and it's political. So, and that uh, political, I say, keep saying political. It's not really political, but it's it's sensitive. I know what you mean. It's, it is, but I mean, if you, it's the same same issue with if you follow college football, NCAA football. Yeah, it's the same issue. I mean, like last week they had set. I hate to change the subject on you, but no, they had set seventeen teams at various conferences that had to have games canceled 
because of the whole COVID issue, because of the it's just an ongoing uh, issue is actually getting worse in, in a lot of places. So, I mean, it is a political thing, and it has it kind of relates back to what you were talking about. Is you know, it is. I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a big scare. It's a big thing on everybody's mind. Where if somebody has it, you need to isolate them, and you don't know who they've been in contact with, and this, that, and the other. So, it's I just, a big deal. Yeah, and and I, I understand the struggle, and I you feel bad for some of these kids because you kind of want them to kind of continue to to I don't know. You just feel you feel bad for everybody all around on both sides of it. You know, this the senior girl, her last volleyball game, and she's one of the better players. And they would have had definitely had a shot to go on in the state playoffs had she been playing. But because she was a close contact to someone who did test positive, she had to sit out. And it's it was the right thing to do. But at the same time, it's just now nobody around here. And I'm sure if it's in our small community, I'm sure it's throughout the States, none of the kids want to get tested whenever they come out with symptoms because they don't want to have to out the friends. So they would just rather stay at home for the 14 days. Well, that can cause a problem in itself because then you're not, you know, if, if you don't, you're not shutting it down. Exactly. Exactly. Don't know that you have it. Then they end up having it. It's just, it grows exponentially. Exactly. So you would, you would hope that, Parents as adults would be understanding of the whole thing, but it's not always the case. And so then you're having to avoid stepping on people's feet, um, you know, or, or, you know, uh, aggravating them because of, of the whole situation when it is really out of your hands. So it's, it's an ordeal because I went and got tested positive. We were able to then use that as reason to keep our kids out of school for that time. And since they were all, Colton ill anyways. Um, it, it was just, they were riding out there 14 days too. So it worked out for us, but I don't know. I, I know it's, it's, it's really weird. It's frustrating. That kind of went off on I a whole other tangent. No, I was, I was just going to say that I feel, I thought that the schools had a plan going into this year. You know, there was, that was that big talk, you know, can we go back even if it's half and half because we have, we've come up with a plan on how we're going to react and then, you know, there were a ton of new cases just in my um, division um, coming in from the weekend. Like, I, I was like, what the heck happened the week before? And I, it, maybe it was Halloween. That's the only thing that I can think of because this would be a week later. Um, but we had like 12 cases by Monday morning of positive uh, COVID cases, um, shutting down branches. And then Tuesday, Savannah's sick. She's she's vomiting and, and she has the headache, no fever, none of that. But she has a headache. She's nauseous and vomiting and whatnot. And then the next day, she said her throat kind of hurt. So I was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to go get you tested. And um, But when I called the school the next day to let them know that she's been tested, and, and I was leading the conversation, I'm like, you know, so I think that, you know, the best thing to do, even though I don't think it's COVID, I think she's just, she's not running a fever, but, you know, she's having some of the symptoms and it's 2020, so I'm just going to get her tested. Um, I think the best thing to do is just keep her until we get the results. And, and the nurse was like, yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. <laughs> so you weren't going to tell me to keep her home? Yeah. Jeez. You know I mean? like, like if you get tested in my company, you stay home until yeah. your test results come back. Or if somebody in your, your immediate household gets tested, you stay home until those results come back. Um, but yeah, no, they were just like, oh, yeah, that's, I guess that sounds good. Let us know. <laughs> like, okay. Well, the, the, so the, the schools I, are doing it. The schools are handling it differently and unfortunate. That's very unfortunate because I think they're taking a lenient approach to it because they're trying to get students 
in the schools versus homeschooling because they're having more problems with the homeschooling pro- uh, aspect of it. I, I don't know. I mean, this is just me thinking out loud, but I mean, it just. Or like what Ryan was saying, where they don't want to maybe even make it known um, that a yeah. kid tested positive and, you know, so that kids can continue to go to school and then the state's not like shutting well, it down. It, yeah, there's it, so many outbreaks. Yeah, it could be a bad look on the school too. But you, know, you have like a, a rampant of COVID cases, and then all of a sudden, you know, what are you doing to fix this problem? And all of a sudden, the school's in the limelight and this, yeah. that, and the other. They want low numbers. Well, right. yeah. I, I have to say our school our school district is doing a pretty good job. In fact, they were all over our local county health who said that they were going to stop doing contact tracing, and our school was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you're not. And so our school is doing a great job and they're not withholding any kids because of athletic abilities or anything. It's more on the parents and the kids. Honestly, that's that's where it's coming from. You know, the, the pressure of, of all of this and, you know, not coming from the school. I mean, I don't know. It's it's just it's frustrating all around on many different angles. And I will be thoroughly excited when things return back to normal. So. Amen. This is not our new normal. I'm oh, no. This Please is not no. our new normal. This will this will go away. Yeah. Just in time for something new. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm just being a realist, not a pessimist. I mean, the way <laughs> another going, four years. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me. So for the yeah. uh, between podcast, I have done absolutely nothing nothing which you know is really good because you know us runners like oh your foot's broken okay so can i start running tomorrow like what's that mean you know so the best thing you could have done was nothing and and us runners are usually not that smart so i applaud you yeah and in the there was times that the mind was ready to go running but the body was not ready to go running and yeah. and you, I still had like a little bit of chest up and there's this thing with, with COVID and they call them the long haulers, I guess is what they call them. Where basically beyond those 10 days, they're fine to return to society and go back to work and all that. But they still have all these lingering, you know, symptoms. They continue to have the cough and they continue to have, you know, the chest issues and, and it's like, man, I really don't want to do that. So, you know, is exercising and putting stress on the body a way of, um, you know, exaggerating then causing issues, you know, that would, you know, prolong symptoms. And that's, I think where my concern was and, you know, very, very light, easy exercise, I'm sure is, is helpful. Um, so on the tail end of it, um, I was walking like as soon as I got my release to return to society, I started walking to around the neighborhood, walking three to miles. And I'll tell you that walking three miles, those first few days, it felt like I just ran 20. Like the, the, it just, it just, the fatigue was there enough that it didn't take much effort to exhaust the body. So I spent, you know, probably the first four or five days just walking. And my first day running was today's Wednesday. My first day running was yesterday. So, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, it is just yesterday. Yeah. And And I I don't even want to know. My guess is he had to go back nice and easy and slow, which was like, like, you know, RP. A seven minute mile. <laughs> no, no, it, it is. 
and it, it was really easy. I did not even like look at my pace uh, at the, the entire time. I'm just like, okay, I'm going out for four miles, going out and back and, uh, you know, just taking a, a nice flat route and as flat as I can get it. And just, it is what it is. And in the first one, honestly, wasn't as bad as I thought it was, but today's wasn't great, but, um, it's just going to be one of those, uh, just taking it easy for a while. So yeah. Take it easy. Oh, is this your song? That's my theme. That'd be my my theme song for 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 running right now. So, so I, I know we're we're pretty far into this whole COVID thing. I would I would say so since it started in what February. Um, if people haven't already taken advantage of this, and I am the worst person for this, and I should kick myself in the butt every day for it, but now is a great time for your preventative maintenance of your body. I mean, if you needed to get surgery done or if you needed to work on an ailment that's hurting you, like your knees, your ankles, your foot or whatever, now's the time to figure it out because there's no races really being done. So your training should be, you know, whatever you decide, I mean, whatever your goals are. But, I mean, now's a good time to take care of yourself. Yeah. True, but but people only had a small window to do that because in the beginning they weren't doing any of those elective surgeries. That's yeah. right, you're right. And then right. they came back for a little while, but now I've been reading that they're starting to shut them down again. Oh, really? In some places. So, yeah. but I mean, if rest was all you needed and you yeah. could take care right, of things on right. your own, then this was Absolutely. a good time. Yeah. Or if, if strength training, you know, if you've got some imbalances and you know whatnot. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, now is now is the opportune time to be realigning your routine and refocusing yourself yeah, whatever refocusing. whatever goals you have yeah whatever whatever goals you have set for your your life or your you know whatever you have in your mind that you want to accomplish now's the time to reset your bad habits that you have whatever they may be and focus on how to fix them so great idea my, there Kenny that's my two cents coming from a guy that has two torn meniscus in each leg and a torn rotator cuffs and never got anything done but when he had so many months to do it uh, well like, like donna said they, they weren't offering surgery during that time right. and um i think you know my job kept stringing me along saying just give it a week or two and you know you need more downtime just a week or two so i got strong along this whole time otherwise i'd have gotten it done all of it you know and been back to somewhat of a semi-work in order but um I didn't have that opportunity. I should have. I wish I looking back, I wish I had done it. But you know, to those listening that can do it, do it. Just do it. That's Kenny's song. You got a song? That's his slogan. (laughs) Just do it. So what have you guys been up to? I ran yesterday. You ran yesterday? So so you had asked us earlier like what our theme song for right now would be. Yours is Take It Easy. Yeah, what's your running theme song for, for your so state of running I right think now? There's, I think that there's two. It's um, I Dare You to Move. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like i got to talk myself into it more. And then I, I go between that and It's My Life. Like, it's my life. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Run if I want to. I don't know. So it may be a little bit of the climb mixed in. Um, but no, like, I, I think... To some degree, I took what Kenny said. Although he made it sound really great, I just thought it was. Good. But it took this time to kind of refocus my myself and my fitness goals, and maybe it wasn't running. 
Um, I, th I think you've so done then, that, though. I mean, I honestly, well, think that's you've what done I mean. that. So I, 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 you know, have done more HIIT workout. I've done more, you know, just meditation and, and Zumba and all the things that I started out doing and loving before the running took over. Um, because, you know, once you get into the running and the races, like, that's all you do. You're just training for the next race. And, and so you're always like, I got to get my miles in. I got to do this instead of, like, doing other things that you like doing or having a good balance. Um, lip to go, all that. So um, I think, Donna, you're the one who said, well, with all the hit, you know, you, you probably have no problem. Because every now and then I get in the mood to run and I'll go run four miles and I can do it and I'm not struggling. Um, and she, she said that that's probably the hit exercises. So yeah, yesterday I did a hit exercise and I was like, I'm just going to go out for two miles cause I'm in beautiful Williamsburg and there's these beautiful trails in, in the resort that we're at. So I walked like half a mile talking to Kenny hung up and then I started running and I ended up doing three and a half miles and I looked down and I'm like at nine, nine, 15 minute mile, which I haven't seen in a year. Look at you. And no, it didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> I was running high tens, low, low 11s. My run intervals as I used to be, but I'm getting up there and I even skipped like the last half mile. I just ran it. I didn't even listen to my intervals. So I felt a lot more like my old self, you know, and, and I was telling you guys like number 173 reasons why I hate Atlanta, like being back here in Virginia and I would run past all these people and they're all huge smiles. Hey, you know, just that, that wonderful Ohana running community that we all, you know, fell in love with that I just, I don't see as much in, in Atlanta. So yeah, it was just a beautiful run, a beautiful day. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I think that that's what I'm doing is, you know, when I, when I feel like it, I get out there and it's fine. And if I don't, I'm do, I'm focusing on other things to strengthen and get back to the fitness. So and I think a lot of that has to do with the races that have been canceled. So nobody is pressured to, right. to, to, you know, to train for a certain event. And that, I mean, that alone right there will give you a whole bunch of free time to go back and refocus. Cause everybody, I mean, as a runner, as a previous runner, all I ever thought about was what's the next event? How am I going to train? What's the time I'm going to beat? What are we doing? What intervals are we running? What, you know, run, walk, this, that, the other. But now you don't have that, and you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. And the cross training is a big part of that. So I mean, mm -hmm. like your hit intervals that that builds your cardio up like you wouldn't believe. So I mean, when you're ready ready to go back to training, whenever that is, whatever the next event is, you get peer pressured into the next running event. You're good. To Which go. will happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a little bit of a mental release, you know, a mental break from, you know, any particular training element that that you had, you know, preventing burnout is just changing up things that, you know, doing different uh, exercises and just doing whatever you feel like and keep moving. Right. That's. And doing it because you want to do it and not because you feel forced because yeah. you got to get the miles in or whatever. So that's, that's my point. Yeah. I'm, exactly. I'm enjoying that for now. So I am absolutely enjoying getting out and, and running again. Um, but at my pace, the way I want to do it, cause it's my life. It's mm. my life. Do it. Oh, stop. And it's now now or never. Never. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know this was karaoke one-on-one. <laughs> well, I just started a new um, 
a new program called the 30 day breakaway. And it's a combination of weight training and, um, and running, and it's supposed to train you for a very fast 5k. So I thought my song would be, I first, I did a hit, um, a hit workout on the treadmill today. And I felt like it feels like the first time. It feels like the first time I've been doing speed work and I don't know how long. And I also thought of, um, so you want to be starting something because I just, I'm excited about it. It's something that I haven't done in a long time, like really focus on running. I've been going out every once in a while, but it's been just a, oh, I feel like running today. So I'll go and it's slow or whatever. But, um, but now I'm, I'm a little, I, have, I feel like I have a little more focus and I'm going to, See where it takes me. It was a while ago, but maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was actually thinking about Coach Ryan. And I was like, because he made training to be faster more fun mm -hmm. by introducing me to a different program. You know, not just doing like the normal, like go as fast as you can for a quarter of a mile, but, you know, actual different things throughout your, your workout um, to help with speed drills. And it, it just made it more Way more fun, way more interesting. Mm -hmm. You didn't get bored. So I was like, I should get with Coach Ryan and have him set me up something again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what this this is like. You know, you have this, you do like 20 to 30 minutes of uh, strength training first, and then you can download the audio so you can either do it outside on a run or inside on a treadmill. But she's talking to you the whole time and she's telling you what she wants you to do. So she's, you know, you're going by perceived exertion or, you know, if I'm on the treadmill, obviously I can do it by hitting my numbers, but it's really kind of interesting because she'll have you do it for a certain amount of time or it's a certain distance. And then you're supposed to track how long or how far you've gone on each of those ones so that you can improve each week when you do the different um, workouts. It's kind of cool. You said this is an app? Well, it's through Beachbody On Demand. It's a program. Gotcha. And so it's, that's cool. It's through an app. It's on an app, but yeah, it's a program. You pay for that app. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, a pretty good deal though. It's a hundred dollars for the whole year and yeah. you get their whole library of classes. So, or workouts, I guess I would say. I mean, yeah. to go along with that, I mean, it, it, you, and now's a good time to try different programs. Yeah. To, you know, try. Well, if things. you can't go back into the gym. Yeah. That, I mean, that's why I joined center. Cause I'm, I was not going to pay what I was paying at mm -hmm. the gym to take classes that I have to be there at like four 30 in the morning to just sign up for a five 30 class. Like that, I'm not doing that. So two months worth of the gym paid for a whole year of center. Yeah. Same. And so that's uh, the same, same with the beach body. Yeah. All right. And I, I'm just not ready to go put on a mask yet at the gym. No, yeah. Not quite yet. No, no. And, and you find that these workouts are great. You know, mm -hmm. the only thing I was getting at the gym was just the community of it. Yeah, you know, to go into a class and and whatnot. It wasn't really to do my own weightlifting. I've got dumbbells and crap. I know Donna, you've got all that too. We've worked out together. Yep, um, <laughs> it makes it more uh, fun. <laughs> so, so, so with that, I mean, you, Brittany, you work out with uh, a group of people that you're your closest friends or whatever, and y'all have a um, was it once a week or whatever. But I mean, we you do could, the Zumba. You could, yeah, yeah. But you can translate that. I'm not even Zumba. I'm just talking about like Carly and all those other people that you you. Talk oh, yeah, yeah we would, they hold we would you, get that, together on Wednesday night and we'd that's do right. Zoom meeting they, and work out they, together. Yeah, they, they hold you accountable. I mean, you have that community and you don't have to go to the gym. I think I think the next wave of 
Right. You know, yeah. This whole COVID has brought in, you know, the home gym, the home fitness uh, routines and things like that. And as you mentioned, you've lost kind of the community by not going to the to the your local gym anymore. But I think the the next wave is, you know, Peloton has this system built in where you can ride a bike or you can yeah. run a treadmill and you can uh, interact with the, uh, actual trainers and you can interact with, you know, friends who might be in that session. And I think that is probably going to be the next big wave that's going to hit because I know Apple is getting ready to uh, release their Apple Fitness uh, program and it's all going to be tied into your Apple Watches. And, you know, you can already communicate and track with friends and compete with Apple Watch and your health steps. So now you're going to have the Apple Fitness on your Apple TV and be able to uh, track it all with your Apple Watch. And I could just see that blowing up into this social engagement with all your friends who you're uh, building your virtual community through. And we already have Strava and things like that. And uh, what's the bicycling? Um, uh, Garmin. Strava? Uh, no. Oh, my gosh. I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Somebody's like listening yeah. right now and just screaming at me. But screaming. It, 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 you know, you can get on a trainer. Wait, and We have somebody listening to us. I'm sure. <laughs> my parent, my parents, my parents won't know the answer, but I'm sure there's somebody else. That will. But you hop on a trainer, and you can you can ride with friends and community, and you can go to different cities and things like that. So you kind of have a little bit. Of, I can see that totally exploding uh, with COVID, and and nobody really having a lot of confidence in returning to the gym. I know for me personally, we're actually in the process of putting a plan together to. Uh, finish out our basement and part of the plan is to put in a little home fitness center that we're going to have you know uh, a treadmill and you know a little weight center and things like that that we can kind of put everything central storage so you know who knows maybe I don't renew my gym membership next year and the money that I would have put into it I just stay local here and interact with some virtual community I, I just looked it up it's Zwift Zwift Right, right. So, all right, to go along with your Peloton comment, just a fun fact. I looked it up. Uh, actually, it came across my news feed. Three times the sell of uh, Peloton has increased. So wow. whatever they whatever they were pre-COVID, yeah. they've gone up three times that amount. They're, like, super massively huge now. Oh, and yeah. that, you're right. It is the new in-home thing to do. Well, and, you know, like the, the, the program that I'm doing, I'm part of a Facebook group that people are all doing the same thing. So that, that gives you another feeling of community. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Encouragement, motivation, whatever it is. So. Alrighty then. <laughs> so what is your song? My song? Your theme song right now. Mine is You're a Mean One, <laughs> Mr. Grinch. Because <laughs> I can't do a dang thing. <laughs> most I've done is hiking. No, hiking's good, That's though. That is. That's I mean, it, no, we got, don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed our hikes, especially up the Appalachian Trail. And, you know, that's the good thing about Georgia is they have mountains close by. Virginia has mountains also, but it's you got to drive a little further out. But, I mean, I do enjoy hiking. I love the nature part of it and getting out. And we got a park right down the road that has some pretty good hiking trails and horse trails and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, there's a part of me that misses running. It's just. 
Yeah. You know, that's how that's how we all got into this. Is how I got to know all you guys was through running. So yeah. I eventually would like to get back to that if if it being in you know my destiny to to do that again. But but I do miss the. Uh, I mean. Who doesn't like the electrifying atmosphere of showing up on race day or, or you know, um, this well, day of the race? Well, we all miss that right now. Yeah, we're <laughs> all missing that right now, brother. You know, showing, showing up at like, oh, but 30 in the morning or whatever it is, finding the porta potty, that. going through the whole process, you know, seeing friends. I miss the porta potty. Hit the start thing, hearing the gun start or whatever, or, you know, whatever the announcers say, and then go through your run and the whole process and then complaining about how bad it sucked and, you know, and then the next day you're like, you know what? That was great. Let's do it again. <laughs> I mean, I missed, I really do. I, I missed that. That's fun. Oh, absolutely. We all do. Yeah. You can still sign up for those run Disney races and just power walk the dang thing. I could. You're right. That's I true. Could. I just got to beat 16 minute mile. Do what you can do. Or pop, pop the balloons. <laughs> it's always an option. Speaking of Disney. Speaking oh, of. Was that a second? Was that a segue? Might have been. Yeah. Brittany and I had a secret trip to Disney. Secret trip. This time last year, you were signed up for Wine and Dine? Well, we signed up for Wine and Dine in March, like right before COVID happened. we go to Disney happened. this time last year? Uh, no. Yeah. And then we were two like, extremely important people that, you know, we just, we can't let you know who they are because they're just high, high, you know, uh, what do you call it? But, in the Celebrity media and, and, you know, and, and yeah, pretty much. So, so we can't tell you who they are, um, but we were all going to do the race together on the down low. Um, and then, yeah, when, when they canceled it, we decided, you know, let's just see what happens and keep our hotel reservation and, um, you know, still go. And, and we did, and it was great. And, you know, those, those top secret, really high, high celebrity people, they even got us into the Riviera, man. We had a blast. Did. It was like it was the Sweet. best best time. Yeah, we we all needed that. We all needed to just get away and feel somewhat more. I wouldn't call it normalcy, but I have more mass pictures than I ever thought I'd have. <laughs> we took right, so a ton of hey, mass pictures. Hey, I along, always thought, along oh. with that, what what is the policy that Disney holds as far as the mask? Because I, you hear so much stuff like you have to have it on this, you that, do. And the other. You do. You, so you guys have been so, there. So they take your temperature. When you come in, so everybody gets their temperature scanned, and then they have this new thing where it's not, you don't have to go to bag check. You walk through with your bag, just hold your phone out and umbrella, I guess. And uh, if they detect anything, then they pull you to the side. But it it was a very fast process, and they were doing it at downtown Disney Springs as well. You know, the the whole uh, uh, fever check and all that. Downtown Disney Springs. Oh, it's going to be that for me. You never miss a bus that way. I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. So. This is bringing back a flashback. This is flashing back. Oh, my goodness. I will never forget. Poor Karen. <laughs> Poor Karen. She was waiting for the bus to Disney Springs for like 45 minutes. She kept, or was it downtown Disney? And she was, kept seeing these things for Disney Springs. And yeah, so it's downtown Disney Springs. We love you, Karen. Um, <laughs> So, but no, so it was a very fast process to get inside. And then, yeah, you had to wear your mask. And uh, I think that they were very, except for the one that yelled at, at Donna, I think that they were all very kind, especially at first about it. Um, you know, the guy on, on the Jingle Cruise kept trying with the family. Yeah. They yeah. they just would not put it over their nose. Yeah. And, 
It wasn't um, like he just finally said, oh, I'm not going to say it again. No, he, he Every time their, their masks fell below their nose, he was like, everybody, let's remember to keep it above your mouth and nose. I mean, every time. He didn't let them yeah. get away with it. But um, you you had certain rest areas where you could go sit down and take it off. And, and it was positioned in a way where you were far enough away from everybody else. And then um, if you sat down to eat and, and, you know, it's wine and dine. So you go around Epcot, you get food and you're eating and drinking as you're walking through. But you couldn't do that anymore because the only time you could take your mask off is, is if you're stationary. So you go to your trash can and you eat and drink and then you go on to the next country. Um, but yeah, there was one time that we all sat down to eat and drink, then we get up to go and Donna forgot her mask. And man, that janitor was on the spot. He was, <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah. Put your mask on. Yeah. I didn't think about two steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an honest mistake. Thank you for reminding us, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad they for cast members. They're on it. They're in a bad spot though, especially early on there. I know they were catching a lot of heck and it's just like. Well, you know, it is, it is publicized everywhere it's in the hotels it's on the buses it's in in walkways it's on the loudspeaker as you're going places so there's no excuse for anybody who comes to disney and thinks that they are somehow going to get away without wearing a mask i mean it is just it's just really common knowledge and you can't not do it i mean and i i didn't see a lot of people not like not wearing it properly right you know i would say maybe maybe like three percent weren't wear it properly it was a very small percentage from what i noticed besides that one family it, it yeah. you know most people were wearing it over the nose and mouth and and all that um maybe they didn't understand that you shouldn't have more than one party at a time in an elevator uh, <laughs> but other than that, and and i will say this um disney has has completely ruined me because do not ever tell me to fill all available space again like, I think that everybody should keep their distance from us. <laughs> like, six yeah. feet in front, six feet in back. You know, and there are some perks to it. I mean, like, you know, yeah. you go on the Millennium Falcon now, and it's only your party. You don't have to share it with anybody right. else. And right. so you get to choose who's going to do what. And you get, you know, other, you get a Skyliner all to yourself. You get, I mean, there's just certain things that are kind of nice that maybe it's okay if they don't go back to the old ways. Yeah, I think some of it they should keep. I really do. I mean, it, it, you know, it does make the lines look really long. Yeah. But they move so fast. Like, even if that wait time was an hour, I don't think we spent more than, like, 25 to 30 minutes. Oh, never. Like, I mean, yeah. the one that blew my mind was when uh, we went to the safari at Animal Kingdom. And the line was all the way back to the Lion King Theater. Yeah, I mean, and you think about the line of the safari is already wow. long in and of itself, just yeah. at its own place. And that thing, I think we were on the ride in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was, was nothing. So you keep moving. You just keep moving. Yeah. You just keep moving. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't mind lines as long as you're moving. So I, yeah. I, I think that they did a really nice job of that. You know, there was always tape. And it wasn't just, they were very thoughtful about the placement of the tape, too, because if you had to wind around, they made sure that maybe it's not six feet, maybe it's 12 feet so that you're not stopped next to someone on the other side who's also stopped, you know, and they had plexiglass separating some places. There's only one place that I felt like we were in that game, the mouse catch or whatever. Yes. And I, I, I my claustrophobia was just like, I'm glad we're moving because I can't stay here much longer. 
Well, at one but, point, one of the girls we were with was like, is there going to be cheese at the end of this thing? Because you are like, you're going through this little right, right. in and out thing, like a like a mouse in, a, in its <laughs> one of those uh, maze things. It was really funny. Uh, it was a good time. Good trip. Good trip. I mean, it was sure it's great to see friends. Yeah, that was the best part of it. I think we all needed that that getaway and, and reconnect with each other. It was it was just extremely wonderful. Yeah. It What's was. Disney? Mighty jealous. Mighty jealous. Good. We ate some good stuff too. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. That caramel gingerbread thing oh, in Germany. You oh. know, I still have one in my freezer. I still have one. <laughs> I'm saving it for Megan. She's coming home on Sunday, and I thought she would really appreciate this. So I keep trying not Ryan? to look at it. What are they talking about, Ryan? Oh, it was these. It was these. Gingerbread, it was a gingerbread cookie, kind of like a whoopie pie cookie-ish kind of thing with a salted caramel buttercream inside and a layer of caramel. Oh, Um, my God. You have no idea. Why did you not bring me back one? What is wrong with you? So good, You're you're slowing down to your lying. I can tell already. (laughs) Ralph is wrecking your internet. (laughs) Oh, are you? Yes, you are. Are you I'm going, going back? Are you going to go to Epcot? Yeah, that's <gasps> where she wants to go. So. Oh, you need to send each of us one. <laughs> All right, I can. I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> bring, bring on me back show. one. Right. I'll send one to Rai Rai too. Ryan and I made a pact that the next time we're together at Epcot, we're going to get one of everything from that caramel couche. Just and just eat. share it because that whole thing. thing was so big. Oh, I know, I but no, we want one of every single party. thing. One of everything there. I walk into that store and it's impossible to pick. I mean, I'll bounce from like the little s'mores tree to even caramel apples. And I'm just like, Uh I can't even pick just one thing. And so you you pick one thing and then you're like, man, I'm going to go back for more. I'm going to go get this. I'm going to go get that. So yeah. yeah. Next time I'm just going to skip breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm just going to buy one of everything on the menu. I think that'd be so fun. Deal. So fun. So I'll do it. Yeah. Although I have to admit, I like Disney's caramel apples better than the ones at that store. I don't know why, but I do. What did you guys think of the uh, Riviera? Loved it. It was really nice. (laughs) (laughs) So anything, any resort that's next to the gondolas, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge perk. Huge perk. Gondola's nice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. so nice. I have seen some of the pictures and I've heard that the lines for the uh, Skyliner to get to like Hollywood studios, people are like lining up like hours before Mm -hmm. just to get in line for the Skyliner and and the Skyliner itself. I think many of us were just like, man, we could just ride the Skyliner all day and just be absolutely thrilled. And it's true for me. I have the after I wrote it one time, I was just like, Oh my goodness. I don't need a park day. I'm just going to ride the Skyliner back and forth up and down the line. And, and I think that's true for so many people. And because of that, it's just seeing a lot of capacity. And now with uh, COVID restrictions, they're not piling in anybody into, you know, the same vehicle. Well, the, so right. the other problem is they're not running the buses to those parks. If the, if the resort has a Skyliner, they don't have a bus. Yeah. It's going to be great, I think, because I can see them expanding this on, obviously, to other areas of the resort. But now with COVID, I just don't know. They need yeah. to expand it to other areas, going to they Disney do. Springs. 
Well, I said that about the uh, monorail too, but I mean, obviously, the I don't know which one would probably cost more. I think the monorail probably costs more, but I've always said that you know it's great. You're going from Epcot to the Ticket Transportation Center, and that takes you to the loop around the Select Four Resort or yeah, yeah resorts and one theme park. But I mean, you have you know Animal Kingdoms left out on it, and you have uh, whatever it's called now, the Studios. MGM. It's, MGM. I don't know what it's called anymore. Hollywood Studios. Yeah. That place. We'll just say Star Wars Land. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, that's le- that's left out of the monorail, and you know, and that's that's one of the things that people go to the park for is to stay in those hotels that are attached to that monorail system because it's a thing to do. So now you got you introduce the gondolas into it. They should definitely reach out to all the other places, if not you know, the same places as the monorail. I think that would increase the amount of, or I'm sorry, decrease the amount of traffic coming in with cars. Yeah. I'm all for it, man. I loved it. I, I, to your point, Ryan, I did that one day. I was visiting our friend Darren. Uh, I was just driving through and we decided to just go ride the gondolas. And so we went to property and we just rode the gondolas for a while. I think to make it not be weird, we ran into Epcot, had a beer and came back out. Um, but yeah, that's, that was our whole purpose was just to go ride the gondolas. Well, you could, you could stop off at each of the resorts and, you know, yeah. hop at the pool bars or, you know, go to a Caribbean beach and get some food, get some snacks. Well, what I loved at, uh, what I loved from the Riviera is you go up to the rooftop bar, especially if you go at sunset, my favorite time, and you yeah. can have a drink up there and the view is just, you can see three parks from up there. It's beautiful. Yeah. So there, yeah, you can totally the, make a the, day of the Skyliners and where it takes you to different places. Yeah, when the fireworks come back, that's where we. Mm. Need. Well, I can tell you this: the next time I go to Disney, I'm going to ride the Skyliners pretty much all day. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I can the, see the first day back, that, that, I've been I've been waiting for this for I don't know how long. So <laughs> I'm so glad, and I cannot wait. I love Sky Buckets; it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic transportation. I think it's a huge hit. I mean, it, it may actually reduce the amount of traffic in that area because you got people don't need to. Br- you don't need to bring your vehicle, or you know, you don't need your to rent a car if you're going from the airport to say Disney. You can get anywhere on property through the Skyliner or you know buses or whatever else. But I think with Skyliner, I think is way more efficient than buses because buses you can time them right. Oh, absolutely, they're right when they show up. But there's a lot of times where you're sitting there and waiting, oh waiting, and waiting. Whereas the mm-hmm. Skyliner, at least, you're just getting in a line and getting right on. It's a continuously moving way of transportation. Yeah. So, okay. so anything else fun and exciting on your trip? Riviera was a plus. The food at Epcot was, was a plus. plus. Friends yeah. were a plus. Yeah, we got to do the Jingle Cruise. That was that was a Jingle highlight cruise? for me, for sure. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. And and the fact that the Magic Kingdom, literally the day we went, had just started all of its Christmas stuff. So we got to see, like, the, the decorations out. There was Christmas music playing. And, you know, it's one thing to walk down Main Street and hear the music that you normally hear. It's it's a whole new level when you hear holiday music, I think, when yeah. you walk down that street. Oh, my gosh. It's just the best feeling. And then... We got to see the projections at night on the mm. castle, which are pretty amazing. Awesome. And I mean, they have found ways to make it stay magical. pretty magical, you know. So the parade. So I don't think that they have like they don't have the typical three o'clock parade or anything oh, yeah, like no. that because they don't want people to congregate, right? <laughs> but they still 
had sections of the parade just sporadically come around. So we the got cavalcades. to see the toy soldiers marching. Yeah. yeah. Right? We got right. to see like, like princesses, that, you know, and then when we were in Animal Kingdom, it was a boat going across the river. You know, so every now and then you'd hear the music and here comes a boat with Timon and Pumbaa or Santa Claus even was on a boat. Yeah. Um, so I thought that that was really, I actually preferred that just randomly. Oh, look, mm-hmm. there's a toy soldiers, you know, yeah. or look, look at the boat. Um, I, I think that that's just even a little more magical than having to sit around for a while waiting for the parade. I agree. Yeah, it was really good. Any, what was the crowd size like? I know there was this talk now, you know, Disney was operating at 25% capacity to according to fire code. And, you know, now it's supposed to go up to 35%. How did you guys feel about the, the crowd levels there? So I will answer it like this. I did not want to punch anybody in a wheelchair. And I didn't almost get run over by a stroller <laughs> at any time while we were there. If that tells you about the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed I I had been there in August, too, and I noticed a little bit of an increase uh, since that trip, but still nothing. I mean, like when you can look down a road in any of the lands you're in and see five to ten people only, that's yeah, that's nothing. I think we saw our biggest magical. (laughs) I think we felt the biggest crowds at, at Disney Springs. Would you agree with that, Brittany? Yeah, I would. I would. That's. I mean, and I that. think it's because they have a little bit less control over that because it's not just Disney Run. You know, they have to allow some. I mean, we had to wait in a really long line to get into World of Disney, but again, it was constantly moving. Um, but there were just some. We ate at Wine, uh, wine Bar George, and so that's like in between. If, if, if you're thinking about where that is and the boathouse, the walkway in between there was a little like. It still makes me a little nervous that we had to like figure out our way between all the people. Yeah. But other than that, it really, it's like, it's like you could do this and not any, nobody can see me. Sorry. If you had your arms, (laughs) if you had your arms out and spun around, you could barely hit people. I mean, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but not much. Yeah. You're right on. Felt good. I'm ready to go back. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> oh, oh but you are. <laughs> and, um, I'm sneaking down there with my daughter just for two days because I got like a deal of a lifetime. One of my friends, um, Aaron from uh, Will Run For a Podcast again, offered me the two night stay at Animal Kingdom and at a rate that I'll never, ever get again in my lifetime. So that's going to be her senior Sweet 16, Christmas, birthday, awesome. all that. Let's go. Super jealous of that. I mean, the decorations I keep seeing at that hotel. And oh, my gosh, it's going to be awesome. And I can't wait. I'm so excited. That's That's been my dream to go there and just, just drink coffee on the, the balcony at the Savannah room and see the animals. And I, I can't wait. Oh, I'm glad you got to it must go. be nice. It must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> So I hear Donna has another challenge for us. Well, we we had kind of played around with in a prior podcast about doing some sort of scavenger hunt slash Christmas run. So I came up with a couple of different things that um, people might be able to look for when you're out running just to just to have a little more fun when you're out there doing it. Of course. 
I don't know if anybody cares to hear the latest in my phone saga. Things have not gotten better for me. And starting today, thankfully, I made it through my Disney trip with it working. Starting today, I can't take foot. I can't take selfies. I can't do FaceTime, Donna and is I dying, can't. People, what? She is. Di- you're dying. I know. You're I, I am down. She is just like a <laughs> panic attack and times five waiting to happen I because did. she can't take a selfie. And that's I say that with all the love. But yeah, she, she, we need to, we need help. We need to get her help. Yeah. (laughs) This is going to be a little bit of a problem for me. I mean, I've gotten pretty good at, at shooting it the other way and I can use my watch to set the timer and stuff, but this is, this phone is dead to me. (laughs) 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 Could you imagine Donna at Disney without a selfie camera? Oh my gosh. Okay, but Brittany, let's talk about how creative I was in setting up my phone, really right? Was. I really I was. was. It yeah, was. I was great pretty pictures. awesome. There was even you one can't, shot. You can't have people take pictures right. of you, right? Because they really can't touch your phone. So right. she was very creative and be able to set it up somewhere, yep. and then we would get the shot, and it was yep. it was cool. And speaking of crowd level, Ryan, there's there's this one shot in Animal Kingdom that I love to do every time I'm there. I don't know why, but I just do. And it's of that little bike thing, you know, where yeah. they, it's like a, you know what it is, because you've been yeah, in one We've been it. in pictures. Yep. You've been in it. Well, I set up my camera in the middle of the road right there, just up against my backpack, just set it in the middle of the street, and nobody even walked around it. And I just had my timer on my watch and... We were able to get it off with with no problem, but um, but yeah, this is going to be a problem for me on my runs if I'm going to be doing this. So Santa may have to visit Donna a little early and get her a new phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't gonna this isn't gonna cut it. But anyway, we have some different things that we will post on Instagram. I don't know if we want to talk about them now, but um, we will definitely put this up and see what people can come up with in being creative with these pictures. Cause you know, yeah. I don't want you just like, Oh, here's a selfie of, uh, here's a selfie of me in front of this. And here's a selfie in front of me with this. You gotta be a little like really creative in this. Oh, she's throwing the hammer down. <laughs> this so. is the challenge of all challenges. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, no, no wimpy pictures here. People No wimpy pictures. All right, now I'm in. You just right. you just made it more interesting. Yeah. So I like that. Um, are we going to throw it on Facebook too? Because you know I'm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it up on all those places, cool. and we'll see what we can do to make it fun. So That's just fun. do it throughout the month of December, or you can start with Thanksgiving if you want. You know, if you got your, I'm kind of bummed. I was supposed to have a turkey trot or a turkey chase or. Something Thanksgiving something to run. Something to do with a turkey. Yeah, something to do with a turkey run. And they just canceled it and made it virtual because COVID is on the rise. Bum, bum, bum. But now you can do your own turkey run. You don't need a race. Yeah. Find the outfit eat. and go run. Yeah, I will. Don't you worry. They probably have a sparkle skirt for that. I do. <laughs> You have a sparkle. She has it. She's already. (laughs) (laughs) We'll look forward to the challenge. We'll post it on Instagram, Facebook, so everybody can follow along, hashtag their shots, and maybe we can come up with a little fun little prize or some something to. Yeah, I'm in. To go pound sign. I'm sure I can. uh, I'm sure I can come up with something. 
I got some stuff. If you okay. don't mind it saying Orkin on it. <laughs> <laughs> Orkin stress ball. <laughs> yes. Orkin beanie hat. <laughs> Here's an Orkin pen for you. <laughs> That's great. We should definitely include some Orkin stuff. I actually have so the best the best prize I ever gave away for yeah I got orange wine glasses so to freeze again. So go through that again. <laughs> I said I have orchid wine glasses too. I'm oh. still freezing. It's fine when you look at me with blank faces. I know. No, you said, I heard orchid wine glasses, but did you say you want to give those up? Oh, yeah, I can get more. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find something fun. All right, yeah, I will too. All right. That's, That's it. Can... That's a wrap. No, this is a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you, Skinny. That was awesome. <laughs> And after Kenny's rap, <laughs> you can find more of Kenny rapping on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. If you wish to follow along, if you want to be a part of Donna's photo challenge coming up here for uh, the holiday, it's a holiday challenge, right? Holiday yeah, challenge? yeah, yeah. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Run Ohana Podcast. And if you have questions, problems, or things you just want to talk about, you can send us an email at aloha at runnohanapodcast.com. And for Brittany, for Donna, for Kenny, and COVID Ryan, <laughs> peace. And chicken grease. <laughs> 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 <laughs>